With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're, you're, you're listening to TPV Virtual Radio. It's live, it's live right, right now, now on the Psalmist Voice on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio, the station for inspiration. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. In the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! What's up, everybody? This is John and Sequoia Howard of the Agape Music Group. Hey, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Let's get it. Let's go! What's good, radio family? TPV Radio is just getting hotter, and we have an all-star lineup just for you. Mondays, conversations with Joe and Jay at 7.30 a.m. Tuesdays, victory over the waste of life with author Deanne Lebrine at 6 p.m. Wednesdays, Illuminating Word Ministries with Dr. Apostle Forrest L. Walker Sr. at 5 p.m. Thursdays, Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4.30 p.m. Also, Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Fridays, the exclusive interview with your truly the Thomas voice by appointment only. Saturdays, it's Saturdays for Fed with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones at 11 a.m. Followed by the locker room with Coach D at 4 p.m. Sundays, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. with the Familia. Catch all of TPV Radio programming on Facebook Live at TPV Radio. Also, Live 365, tune in and all of our podcasts social media platform. Walk with us in relationship, purpose, and promise. And let's go! What's good, radio family? It's your boy, the Psalmist Voice. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network has adopted blessings on the block community outreach here in the CTX. And we are excited about this. But you can help us out, family. There are three ways to do it with our partnership packages first up is the let's go nation 100 the let's go nation 75 and the let's go nation 25 every three months 10 percent of your partnership family goes to blessings on the block community outreach so family become a partner today let's ride with the nation and walk with me family let's go you never heard Christian radio quite like this. Quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network.
that you open up the windows of heaven and that you pour them out a blessing where they do not have room enough to receive. Lord, let their lives be a life of overflow in the name of Jesus. Father, come, Lord, speak. Lord, do what you want to do. Lord, say what you want to say. We ask, God, that the hearts of the people might be receptive to heed and to hear what thus says the Lord. And, Father, we thank you for your love, your grace, your mercy, your goodness, and your kindness. And we pray this prayer in the name of Jesus. So please let the church say amen, amen. Glory to God. Again, I want to thank you for being here. The number, again, if you're just coming on and you would like to call, because this entire month we are dealing with domestic violence, uh, manipulation, intimidation, fear, control, physical, emotional, financial, sexual, spiritual, uh, narcissism, everything that has to do with domestic violence, the month of October is is, is, is uh the month where we shed light on domestic violence as well as breast cancer, amen. So we're praying for all the people who have been, uh, 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 who are survivors of breast cancer, who are survivors of domestic violence, and some victims are survivors of both domestic violence and breast cancer. You guys are my heroes. I thank God for you. I thank God that you are still here. So at any time you want to comment, I know we don't want to talk about it, but it is necessary. If you want to make a comment, again, the number is 515-605-9873, 515-605-9873. Amen. I want to take this time to welcome you for the next hour. You will be with me. I am yours truly, author and speaker, Diane Lubre. And again, I want to say welcome. So let me welcome my people in Kenya, Africa. I welcome you in Nigeria. I welcome you in Australia. I welcome you South America. I welcome you USA. I welcome you Canada, UK, wherever you guys are listening. Russia, God bless you. Ukraine, wherever you guys are listening. Middle East. Wherever you guys are listening right now, I thank you guys so much. Hey, Trinidad and Tobago is in the building. U.S. Virgin Island is in the building. Caribbean is in the building. I want to thank you guys for being here. I just want to, you know, I just, I, I get so excited when I get here sometimes because it, when you look at the spectrum of this awesome platform that God has, has taken me and God has just placed me on that platform it blows my mind because this is something that i never saw coming this is something that i never desired but god prepare us for things that we don't even know that he's going to use in the future to help somebody else amen so all the hurt that i went through all the trauma that I went through, the disappointment, the stress, the worrying, the the uh, depression that I went through, the suicidal that I went through, amen, God used that and he is still using that to make me a better person, but also to let this dark and dying world know that there is a man named Jesus and he is completely and totally crazy about you. So uh, we're going to talk about domestic violence. I have with us our producer, Pastor Chris. Amen. 
I had a guest speaker, but you guys, domestic violence is not an easy thing to talk about. Sometimes you prepare, you prepare to go on, and when it's time for you to come, you know, and for you to speak, you know, fear grips in, you know, uncertainty comes in. So my guest, she she just told me, she said, I'm not going to be able to do that. And sometimes some people have PTSD. Some people, certain things will trigger them. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody who's been in domestic violence who are survivors are where I am. You know what I'm saying? Because there was a, a time in my life I was not where I am, you know? So I pray for the victims. Amen. Next week, God's will. I've been asking God to hear a man call in and let a man tell, uh, uh, tell us about his struggle with domestic violence. And next week, God's will, we have an awesome man who is going to come and he's going to talk to us and he's going to tell us about his uh, suffering from domestic abuse. You guys, I say this all the time. Domestic abuse don't care who you are. Domestic abuse does not care what your color is. It does not care what your sexual preference is. It does not care what your sexual agenda is. It does not care how much money you make, what neighborhood you live in, what city, what country, what state, what school you went to. Domestic violence is completely non-biased. Non-biased. It doesn't matter whether it's between a man and a woman, a, a, a woman is abusing a man, a man is abusing a woman, a man and a man abusing each other, a woman and a woman, parents abusing children, children abusing parents, you know what I'm saying? Not to forget there are elderly abuse. There are a lot of elderly people who are in these nursing homes or who are even at home and they're getting beat. You know what I'm saying? There are some children who refuse to take care of their mother, take care of their father. They don't care if they live or they die. Some of them, they're ready for them to die so they can get the money, you know? But there are some who just don't care. And sometimes you want to ask why. But you have no idea what somebody's childhood was like. You have no idea what somebody's history is like. The thing is this. We can always dress up the outside. You can buy your best hair, you can buy your best outfit, your best shoes, your best purse, your best lipstick. You can put on your Burberry tie along with your cologne you have on them cool Kohan snakes, whatever it may be. We can camouflage the outside so wonderful, but on the inside, we are broken. On the inside, we are frightful. On the inside, we are still six and seven years old because that was the time when we got broken and we never grew up from that point in our lives. So we are in a place of arrested development. You have a big body, but you still have the mindset and the action and even the attitude of a child because the devil came in, he planted a seed and that seed took root and it grew and we remain the same. We never got freed from it. So before I go any further, I think I have my siblings listening. So if my siblings are listening, I want to say to my siblings, thank you. Uh, I should, I'm going to go in order. I should have my older sister, Gisela, then Olin, then that would make me the next, so I can't say hi to myself. But then again, hey, Diane, how you doing? <laughs> so I have to tell myself hi. Okay, my uh, other sister, Melissa, and then my baby sister, Deidre. 
So, hey, you guys, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. One love. God bless you all. Thank you so much. And I know, oh, my homegirl, for sure, for sure, for sure. In Fort Lauderdale, Barbara Joseph, girl, I thank you for all your love and your support. God bless you. So, definitely, definitely. I want to, I just want to thank everybody for, for the love and the support. So, if somebody might be asking, what is domestic violence? Because I get that a lot. Diane, how do I know if I am in an abusive relationship? How do I know if I am in a toxic relationship? And usually when somebody asks you that question, they already in there and they already know they just want to re-verify. They just want to solidify that, you know what, what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling is real and my next step means I got to get out. Domestic violence means, I'm going to put it in as simple terms as possible, it's abuse that takes place domestically in the home. So you have somebody that is abusing you. They're using you. They're using your love. They're using your emotion. They're using your body. They're using your finance. They're, they're using it in a way that it's not supposed to be used. It's abuse. It's not being used in the manner that it, it is supposed to be used. So you are putting someone or you are taking advantage of someone. You are taking advantage of their love. You're taking advantage of their loyalty. And you're not repaying them the way that they're loving you back. Not saying that there is a payment for love. But if I love you, the least you can do is love me back. And if you don't, the least you can do is say, hey, you know, we cool, but I don't love you. I don't think, you know, we should be there. But when it comes to domestic abuse, these people are not honest because they want to manipulate. They want to dominate, you know, and they want to absolutely control your life. One of the main things about domestic violence is fear, okay? Fear, if, you, if you're getting into a relationship and him or her, they're always trying to put something in your mind to bring fear, to make you fearful. You need to be really, really careful. If you like going to hang out with your friends and, oh, you're going to go hang out with your friends, uh, you know what time it is, you know the police on the street, they're killing everybody. Anything they can to keep you at home behind closed doors, that would be fear. Control. They want to change you from who God made you to who they want you to be. So some they will say, oh, you know what? The way you wear your hair, it's okay. But I were you, I would change it. I mean, the way you dress is nice. But I think you should do this. The way you do your nails, the way you, you know what I'm saying? They try to change you into who they want you to be. Basically, taking you to a place where you have completely lost your identity. And let me tell you something. When you come to the place where you have lost your identity, you have no clue who you are. You have no clue who you are. You don't even have your own mind. I remember trying to go shopping, and I am in the store, and I see clothes that I would love to wear. But in my mind, I'm asking myself, oh, my God. Would my ex-husband, would he approve of it? And it did not matter if I liked what I saw, what I was holding, the color. It didn't matter. The thing is, I had to put myself and hear what he would say. When I wear that dress, would he tell me it made me look fat? 
Would he tell me it made me look like a hoochie mama? Would he tell me something that would make me doubt myself and dress in a manner that he would approve? So it comes to the point where you become bipolar. You know what I'm saying? Because you trying to think for yourself and you trying to think for them or them think for you while they're not there. And you're all discombobulated and you don't know who you are. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what your favorite color is anymore. You know what I'm saying? You, you can't say your favorite food anymore. We would go out to dinner and I'd get a steak. And because I couldn't get it medium rare. I don't like no dry, 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 dry steak. And then you got to pour a whole bottle of A1 on there or whatever mm. steak sauce is on there. You know what I'm saying? It's just not flavorful. It's dry and you're just chewing and your jaws hurt. I like my steak a little pink. But I could not eat my steak like that because he thought it was wrong. So because he thought it was wrong and because he thought, you know, oh, I, 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 I allowed him to make these decisions for me. It got to the point where I couldn't speak up for myself anymore because I gave him absolute and total control of me. So anybody that's trying to take control of you, anybody that's trying to tell you how you should use your money that you work for, especially if you are not married, anybody that want to tell you you can't go work out, you shouldn't do your hair, the friends you have, you shouldn't have these friends, you should have this kind of friend, and you shouldn't go there, that's control. And it's going to come to a point where the only place they're going to allow you to go, if that much, is to work and back. They're going to put you on a time clock. You're going to say, well, I'm going to the store, and how far is the store? Okay, the store is 15 minutes away. So they're going to calculate 15 minutes, and they say, okay, it's going to take maybe 30, 45 minutes for you to do the shopping, and then another 15 minutes to come home. And when they calculate that time, they say, okay, so you should be home an hour, 15, hour, 30 minutes. Next thing you know, you get in calls. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? What you doing? Where are you? Who are you talking to? What you doing? Who's that I hear in the background? So you have no sense of peace. And domestic violence will take away your peace. Domestic violence will take away your joy. Domestic violence will bring you into a place of depression because all of a sudden you don't know who you are. And there are so many women and ladies, I love you, I love you, I love you, but men don't do that too often. But there are so many women because of your desperation, because you don't love yourself, you settle for what that is not befitting you. You settle for something that is detrimental to you, but you are so wanting it to work that you're not paying attention to that is bad for you. There are some brothers that, that you know what I'm saying, but they're more, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's easier for a man to find a woman than a woman to find a man. You know what I'm saying? It's easier because think about it. When it comes to marriage, Every woman have an idea <laughs> what her wedding is going to be like, what her dress is going to be like. That man don't care. He don't care. He just say, oh, okay, uh, yeah, we're going to get married. Oh, okay, I'm just going to wear this black suit. Oh, oh. They, they don't care. But we as women from day one, we were groomed to be wives. We were groomed to be mothers. And there comes a certain time in life, and you hear women say that, oh, my clock is running out. <laughs> Their clock is running out. Oh, my God. If I don't hurry up and get married, 
You know, I'm going to be an old maid. I'm 35. I don't hurry up and get married. I'm going to be an old maid. I'm 40. I don't hurry up and get married. Oh, my God. So we settle. You know what I'm saying? So you see your friend get married. Oh, I'm happy for you. And the other friend get married. Oh, I'm happy. And co-worker get married. And siblings get married. And you're there like the spinster. And you're like, what is wrong with me? And here come Jerome with his gold tooth, his cross eye, and crooked knees. And he said, what's up, girl? You so looking good. And you overlook all that. And you go and give your wonderful self to a man whose eyes ain't even straight. And that's not like a knockoff. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? You, you Because the desperation has filled you so badly because you've been single for so long. You're thinking to yourself, I can't do no better than this. This is where I'm at. This, how many hints is he going to give to you? I don't want you. Sometimes we pay attention to the words of what people say. And we don't pay attention to what they're saying with their actions. It's like they say, action speaks louder than words. I can lie to you with my mouth, but pay attention to my action. My action will tell you she's lying or she's not. I can tell you I love you, but my actions, if I don't love you, I mistreat you. I disrespect you. I will dishonor you. I will not want you around me. You know what I'm saying? But because when you love somebody, loving somebody means I want you around. I want to see you. I want to talk to you. I want to hear you. I want to feel you. I want to be goofy. I want to say something stupid and listen to you laugh. That's what love is. But if I'm saying, baby, you're going to spend some time with me? No, baby, I'm busy today. What about tomorrow? No, baby, I'm busy today. And your homeboy and his homeboy come and say, yo, dog, what's going on? You want to go on to the strip club? Yeah, bro, yeah, bro. And they leave you. Is that love? They just put their homeboy ahead of you. And I'm telling you these things because those were the signs in my marriage that I did not pay attention to. I just like, oh, they're just homeboys, you know. Man, you know, they need time off. They go, but you know what I'm saying? Without me and you, I'm supposed to be your woman. You my man, but we can't spend any time together. You'd rather be with this person. you rather be with that person than you'd rather be with me. You don't love me. You have me there, you know, on a string. You're stringing me along because there's something I'm giving to you that you like getting from me. Now, I know these words are kind of hard, but my goal is to open up the eyes of not just victims to say, baby, pack up, go, get out. It's also to open your eyes and say, you know what? Okay, check, check, check. Okay, three checks, that's it, I'm out. Because if you have a list of ten, by the time you hit five and check, check, why would you stay around? Why would you say, well, let me see if six. Okay, okay, so you got six. That's over half your list. Over half your list. 60% of all the signs and all the clues and all the flags that says to you, run, Forrest, run. You're still there. And then when it comes down and a lot of victims lie, well, I kind of saw it, but I didn't. So, okay, I'm confused. You kind of started, but you didn't. That's what you're saying to me. 
the, the truth of the matter is the signs are there. Okay? The truth of the matter is if he's cheating on you, you know. If she's cheating on you, you know. You know your man. You know your woman. Why would you mm-hmm. stay there? One, two, three, four, five. Okay, everybody mess up. You mess up. Okay, baby, you mess up. Cool. Second time. All right. Okay. You did that five years ago. You did it again. Okay. It happened again. And he going to do it six months again. And you say, well, I love him. Apparently, you know what I'm saying? That person don't love you like you deserve to be loved. And that is the ugly and the vicious cycle of domestic violence. You think domestic violence is all about punching. There's more to abuse than the physical. You you don't even understand the aspect of sexual abuse. I was sexually abused as a child. And let me tell you this. The healthy sex life. This is a Christian station. Pastor Chris, can we say that? <laughs> yes, Pastor can. Chris, can we can, can we talk about sex, Pastor Chris? Or yeah, are they going to try can. to shut us down? We can? No, we okay. Can. Okay. <laughs> we ain't that kind Pastor of... Chris. Yeah, we're not that kind of station. We talk about Thank everything. You, Thank you, sir. So, the, the, the sex life that we're supposed to have with our husband, when a child, a young girl, or a young boy have been sexually abused, that is skewed. There are certain ways that, my husband, you can't touch me like that. There are certain places, if I don't give you permission to touch me, if I don't give you permission to hold me a certain way, you can't do that. Why? Because you have triggers. And in the minute you touch me here, you take me back to six years old, you take me back to eight years old, you take me back to ten years old, just like that, and here I am, the scared little girl with my heart racing, trying to figure out what the heck is going on with this grown man and my itty-bitty body. So when you grow up, when you grow up, the way you have sex with your husband and the way a healthy woman who, 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 was never, who was never sexually abused, the way you see them with their husband, I get jealous. I, you know, girls at work, you talk, girl, me and my husband last night, girl, mm-hmm. and, and you hear them talking and you want that experience. You want to be that loose and you want to be that free with your husband. And you can't because there have been a stumbling block called sexual abuse. And that have skewed you of thinking and seeing and realizing what true intimacy is. The most powerful thing a man and a woman have is your sexuality. A man, baby, there was this commercial on TV. And the subtitle of it or the subtext of it was the power of the V. Men have lost their lives. Kings have lost their kingdoms. And if you don't believe me, ask King David. Ask King David how much did he lose because of the power of the V. God, David got Bathsheba, got her pregnant, then came up with a convalescent plan 
put her husband up front so he can get killed so David can have Bathsheba. God was upset. Send Nathan to David. And the Lord said to David, David, I've given you everything. If you wanted anything else, all you have to do is ask me. But the power of the V, how many homes have been broken because of sexual immorality? How many, how many children are walking around today? Let me tell you something. When I was lost and I was trying to figure out life and trying to find out how I was going to take care of my two kids, single mom, how am I going to take care of my two kids? Guess what the devil said to me, girl? You can go strip. You pretty. You fine. You make a whole lot of money. And I was on the verge. I went to visit these strip clubs. And let me tell you, I went to one of these strip clubs. That club was so raunchy. I saw them pass a young girl around the table like she was the potato salad at Thanksgiving. And all they had in their hands, each man, it was maybe about six of them, and each one of them had a dollar. And they're just putting their hands in places where their hands should not be. And I'm sitting there, and it's like God is saying, wake up, stupid, wake up. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching her toss her around. And in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, okay, that's not going to happen to me. And I look, and I see this sister. She looked like she had just given birth. Ladies, you know, after you give birth, you you know, the belly's gone down a little, but it's still soggy. The skin haven't gotten tight back and whatnot. And the DJ had to say to the people, hey, y'all, come on and support her. And about three people got up there and threw a dollar on the floor. You know what I'm saying? So all that degrading yourself for three bucks. But when you come to a place, when you overcome, not even overcome, when you're in that place and you have not worked out, you have not talked to God and say, this sexual abuse thing, God, has really destroyed me. A lot of these girls on the pole are victims of sexual abuse. A lot of prostitutes are victims of sexual abuse. A lot of guys I've even spoke to, and I've even heard some of them on TV tell their story, because uncle or cousin or brother or somebody sexually molested them, and now they have no desire for women. I was listening to this young man give his testimony, and he is in the church, and he is so broken because he's so torn. And He said when he was seven years old in Jamaica, he woke up and he said his bottom was wet. His brother was raping him in his sleep. He said he woke up one morning and his brother was performing fellatio on him. Okay? So can you imagine you being seven years old getting raped by your brother. My question is, yes, what happened to that young man is very, very, very sad, but what happened to his brother? Where did his brother learn that behavior? And this is what we don't understand, ladies and gentlemen. Hurting people hurts people. Broken people are drawn to broken people. If we stop 
talking about domestic abuse, if we stop talking about sexual abuse, if we stop talking about physical and emotional and financial abuse, there are thousands and ten thousands and hundreds and millions of people around the world that are in pain and they have nobody to speak up to them. A lot of these young girls we see walking, all their boobs are out, their skirts are under their behind, they're acting up in school, they're just doing all. You know why? Somebody took away the most powerful thing that they, I'm in, I was acting up in school and they just thought I couldn't learn. They just thought I was a misbehaving child. But it was these things that had been happening to me. So because of that, my mind, my, I'm all over the place because I'm a child and I'm having these things happen to me. And you embarrassed, you ashamed because you cannot talk to anybody because who's going to believe a six-year-old? Who's going to believe a nine and a 10-year-old when you say this person and that person did that to me? And when my kids were little, I say this because that story stays with me all the time. When my kids were little, they had this awesome babysitter. And every day I would go there to pick up my kids. And I would look at that little girl and I was like, what is wrong with her? She and my daughter, they probably, oh, yeah, so there was maybe a three, four. And I'm like, what is wrong with her? And I couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. And I asked the babysitter one day, I said, what is wrong with this baby? Because it's like she wants to play. She would play with my son and my daughter and with the other kids, but then she would always withdraw herself. And I, had, I never saw her mom pick her up. Her daddy would pick her up. So when I asked, I could never forget the look on the babysitter's face. And the babysitter said, her father has custody of her because the man her mother was with, he said to her, if you want me to be with you, let me have your toddler. And she gave a grown man her three-year-old daughter. And I will never forget, and I don't know where that little girl is, but every now and then God will bring that little girl to my mind. And wherever she is, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray that God found her and God healed her. Because with that kind of stuff, you are headed for a hard life. And I'm telling you this because I lived it. And because of that, you will be looking for love in all the wrong places. So when you go looking and somebody put their hands on you, you're so desperate for love, you're willing to stay there. I had, I had black and blue eyes. I had my arm in a sling, couldn't leave. Why not? My ex-husband almost broke my arm, my arm in a sling. And guess what? You still lie. Because the shame and the embarrassment of domestic abuse, you cannot say this is what happened to me. Because one of the things they will do, they will make it out as though they are these great men and these great women. Now, we often talk about domestic violence, men and woman, man, the aggressor, woman, the abusive person. Can I tell you that there are some diabolical women who are just as bad as men? 
there are some women that will slap, that will kick, that will spit, that will call names. I'm telling you, there are men that are so broken. Next week, God's will, we have a man that's going to be our guest speaker, and he's going to tell us of the abuse that he suffered. I was in a speaking, engage, speaking engagement a few years ago, and it was a foot, an, an ex-NFL player, and he was up there weeping because of what happened to his sister. And right after he got through weeping, a young guy came up and started speaking of what he went through. Y'all, it doesn't matter. Your emotions, emotional abuse, when they play with your emotions, when they put you in a place where you're longing for them, where you're vulnerable, where your heart is breaking, and it's like you need a breath of air to live, and they're holding your nose, and they have your mouth shut, and they know they have the power to let you breathe and live, and they clamp down even harder. Emotional abuse. They use your emotion against you. Your emotion is broken. You are taught. You, you, you see women who once upon a time was so nice and just, just so full of life and just, you know, what I'm, and all of a sudden it's like they start shrinking. They start disappearing in the crowd. Eventually they start disappearing within themselves because their emotions have been so crushed. Their emotions have been so destroyed. Their love is being taken for granted. And we're saying, here I am. I'm giving you my love. I'm giving you my love. All I'm asking back is for you to love me. And we're not getting it. So the sexual, physical, emotional, mental abuse is in your head. In your head when they tell you, you stupid, you fat, you dumb, you're ugly. No woman ever going to want you. Why? Because you're a peewee. You're not good in bed. You're a mama's boy. I'm more of a man than you. Mental. They get in your head. Look at you. you Stupid. What man gonna want you? You can't even read. You can't even drive a car. What? Look, it's in your head. The most hurtful words you can hear from people who are supposed to love you, destroying you from the inside, your mental, your mental, your mental, in your head, in your soul. They're killing you softly. So what happens when you get along? You hear it. You look in the mirror, what do you see? You see fat, you see dumb, you see ugly, you see out of shape. You try to eat the food that you cooked. At first you loved it, all of a sudden it has no taste. Why? Because he told you you can't cook, you can't boil water, you burn eggs, you you can't. Look how you dress. Look at your feet, look at your hands, look at your nails, and you're looking in the mirror and you're trying to figure out, oh, my God, everything he just said about me is true. And everything she just said about me is true. And you begin to agree with them. You know why? Because now it's in your soul. You're eating those words. 
you're reliving those words. It keeps replaying over and over. And all of a sudden, everything they start saying about you begins to manifest. You can't add. You can't think straight. You used to work out and feel good about yourself. In the last month, you've gained 10 pounds. Look, your hair is all nappy all over your head. You used to be such a fly brother. Now your swag is gone. You're walking around with dingy T-shirts on. You have no deodorant on. Your life is falling apart, and you have no control. Why? Because you're broken in your soul. You're broken in your soul. And the worst thing is for somebody, every form of abuse is wrong, 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 wrong. See, when I got my black eye, after a week or two, that black eye left. When my arm was in a sling, after a week or two, I was able to use my arm again. When the bruises go away, you forget about them. But when it gets in your soul, you can't sleep at night. When it gets in your soul, your most delicious food, it no longer has the same taste. The jokes that you would like totally crack up under. We talk about, oh, my God, I got to pee. I got to pee. I got to pee. Now you hear these jokes. And it's nothing. The way you walk, you no longer walk with your head up knowing who you are. You now walk with your head down, broken, don't know who you are, afraid to hold your head up. You're like an ostrich. Every time somebody says something to you, you just dig your head in the sand. And just let the world go by, and you just take whatever is given to you. No fight back, no pushback. Just stay there and take it. Because when you get broken in your soul, you lose your fight. See, in your emotions, you can say, you know what, okay, I love you, you didn't love me. Okay, that's cool, that's cool. You left me for this other woman. Okay, okay, it's cool, you broke my heart. Okay, okay, there's another brother coming, there's another sister coming. I can get that, it's cool. But when your soul is broken, the only person that can put your soul back together again is God. That's the only person, and there are a lot of victims who are broken in their souls, and they don't know Jesus, and the devil is wreaking havoc in their lives because the devil knows they have no clue who to turn to. But I am here today to let you know whatever type of abuse you have been through, Jesus is right here, right now, well able to heal you, to deliver you, to set you free. I don't care how bad it's been mentally. I don't care how bad it's been emotionally. I don't care how bad it's been physically. Financial abuse, Diane, what is financial abuse? Has to do with your money. They are in control of your money. They know how much money you bring in, 
you don't know how much money they bring in. They want to tell you what you are supposed to do with your money. And they do whatever they want with their money. It got to a point where I said unto the Lord, I am tired of being the man in this marriage. Why? Because I was paying half the mortgage and all the bills in the house fell on my shoulder. What was he doing with his money? Pay his carnal insurance and only God knew what else. But abusers will keep you in a place where you don't have finance. Because without finance, you can't get an apartment. Without finance, you can't get a car. Without finance, you can't buy what you want. You cannot buy a plane ticket and go to your mother, go to your sister, go to your father, go somewhere where they can't find you. So they will keep you in a place where your money is dry. And a lot of people, it's not that we can't leave. You don't have the resources to leave. You, 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 you don't have the car to get away. Why? Because your car, they now take your car. The car they have. Oh, baby, we don't need two cars. Your car is newer. Your car drives better. We don't need two cars. And you have to catch the bus to and from work or the train to and from work. And they're using your car going here, there, and everywhere else. And you're paying the car note. And you're paying the insurance. And you're paying the oil change. And you're paying the rotation. Everything has to do with that car. Comes out of your pocket. But you cannot drive your own car. Ladies and gentlemen. Domestic. There is so much more. To domestic violence. The manipulation. The intimidation. The control. Narcissism. Let me tell you something. There are people crying every day. Every eight minutes, one victim of domestic violence dies. And the way, the number one way that an abuser, especially, and I'm not taking, I'm not taking shots at the brothers here, okay? Because that, that, that comes to do with strength. And the number one way women loses their lives at the hand of their abuser is by that man putting his hands around her neck and would squeeze her throat and watch life leave her body. Because some have said, if I cannot have you, no one will have you. The second way is to stab you. And a lot of these women, when they stab, first place they stab, directly in the heart. And if they've cheated on them, they will stab in the heart. Then they will go down to the groin area. They will stab in the groin and that grotesque face. They will destroy the face. And then you have the gun. Every eight minutes, there is someone who are on the verge 
of losing their lives because of domestic violence. One in every four women are in an abusive relationship, just got out, or is going into. The signs are there. If your spirit begins to say to you something is wrong, if it is too good to be true, if that glitter is just too much goldish, it's not good. Love bombing. If they come, just sweep you off your feet. Oh, my God, a whirlwind romance. Yes, baby, Julia Roberts, pretty woman. Shopping spree, traveling. Girl, your feet are not supposed to touch the ground. Let me pick you up. Let me wash your back. Let me lotion you. By the time you wake up in the morning, there's breakfast. The first person you hear in the morning is them. The last person you hear at night is them. Your every whim and your every fancy have been tickled. That's called love bombing. That is one of the greatest arsenals a narcissist has in their repertoire. You are so fine. You are so beautiful. I've never met a man like you. I've never met a woman like you. Everything you do is perfect. Everything you do is fine. Boy, I have never seen a man stronger than you. Everything. And you know what? They profiled you. They know what you're lacking. They know what you need. They know what you're missing. So they're giving you everything you're lacking, everything you need, everything you ever wanted. And again, when it comes down to the lovemaking, they put you in a place you got to crawl to the bathroom. Oh, Lord, I just cannot do without it. And in two weeks, three weeks, you are head over heel in love. And he or she has absolute control over you. And then we have gaslighting. Gaslighting is everything you say. They take it around and they flip it and they make it your fault. It rains and they get wet. It's your fault. The grass is not mowed or whatever happens. It's your fault. It doesn't matter what they do. If it's not a positive comeback, you did it. You're wrong. You did it. The food, something happened to it, it's you. Something happened here, it's you. They got wet, everything. If you woke me up on time, I would have made that life. It's you. If you didn't do this, then it's you. If you didn't, it's you. Ladies and gentlemen, I come here and I tell you the things that I have suffered just so you do not have to suffer these things. God got me out. I didn't die, but I came very close. I came out with 90%, 95% less fight than when I came into this world. But I came out. I came out broken. I came out shattered. I came out a mess. But God has put me back together. And the truth of the matter is, I still have days, honey, when I get triggered. I still have days if I can go back and body slam homeboy and body slam whoever did me wrong, I would do it. But it's a process. And I thank God that he can use me to get to you. So I hope today, this show today, 
I hope you learned of something. And most of all, I hope you know that whatever bad treatment that you're getting, I hope today you know that you deserve better. I hope you know today that somebody like you, you, baby, you are a rare flower. You are a rare gem. You don't just come by. Anybody and anybody can't have you. Anybody and anybody can't do what they want to you because you're nobody's doormat. So I hope I've encouraged you. If you're listening and you don't know Jesus, may I extend Jesus to you. If you were saying, Diane, how did you get to the point that you are right now? I say to you again, his name is Jesus. So if you would listen to me and if you would just repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I thank you. I thank you because you love me. And I thank you because you died for my sin. I make a decision right now, Lord, to give my life to you. I ask that you forgive me of my sins. I ask that you wash me in the blood of Jesus. Today, I turn my back on the world. And I am looking unto you who is my Savior. Erase my name out of the book of death. And write my name in the book of life. Today, Lord, I make a decision that I will serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer, and if you meant that prayer, let me be the first to welcome you in the kingdom of God. Let me be the first to say to you, you now are a part of a huge family, a family of love, a family that prays and that stays together. I'm not going to tell you because you give your life to Jesus, everything right now today is going to change immediately. But what I'm saying to you is this, all your heavy loads and all your heavy burdens, no longer do you have to carry it by yourself. You can now give it to Jesus and he will take it. All your hurts, all your pain, all your discontentment, all your disappointment, all the rejection, all everything, everything, every form of abuse that I spoke of today, whichever part, whichever category you fell into, God can get you out and he can make you whole again. If you go to my website, lubrandbooks.com, I am giving away a free ebook entitled what do you know about domestic violence? Download that book and pay attention and see where you fall in. And I pray that what God has given to me, it will help you and it will save you. And please, if you know of anyone who are in an abusive relationship, please pass it on to them. I am, again, author and speaker, Diane Lubre. I want to thank you so much for being with me next week next week tuesday god's will we're gonna have a gentleman here who's gonna tell us his story of domestic violence i thought i was gonna need pastor chris <laughs> pastor chris <laughs> i went ahead and i done done it pastor chris i done done it yes ma'am you did <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yes sir so any closing words pastor chris we have like a minute and a half any closing words uh, no, ma'am. Uh, we 
you know, we basically are very excited about what's happening. Uh, we're also on Google. Uh, we're also on Roku TV and on channel all. Uh, all Nation TV was all dash NTV, Roku TV, Apple, and also on channel 49.com as well. So we are getting out there. And all of the programs are slowly being filtered over there, so bear with us. It takes a long time mm-hmm. to take all of our virtual material to go over to those channels. So Amen. we're getting the shows over there slowly but surely, but we will be on demand and streaming live on those platforms. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Okay, you guys. Until we meet again next Tuesday, if the rapture doesn't happen, I am author and speaker Diane Lubrand. So walk with me, family. Let's go. Pastor Chris, thank you to my siblings. Barbara, you guys, thanks for being with me. Much love, y'all. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.